Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Mars Falls intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Melissa Walker, Lieutenant Colonel, Mars Battalion 1, Personal Log, Outgoing Message to Charles Heddleston, 21-2-1. I don't know how this colony survived all these years on this planet, but the flooding is getting worse. Things are falling apart and Jackie can't handle it. I've been trying to lead our people, but they're not disciplined. They talk back. They're messy. They just... <laughs> they're a lot like you. We really need everyone's favorite engineer back because we're a bit lost here without you. I'm a bit lost without... Well, I'm sure only someone like you would believe me when I say no one else could feel this frustrated. If you're out there, if you're stuck or disoriented, well, too bad. You need to do whatever you can to find your way back home now. I miss you, Chip. And personal blog. Finishing returns pumping out the lower level. Containment's flooded, and repairs are slow going. When will the rain stop? I am unable to determine that at the present moment. There is no satellite imagery I can access. It's been raining for five souls straight. That I can confirm. As you were saying about the water, Captain. This can't be the first time our colony is flooded. While we were in stasis, the bots must have placed plastic panels over the rusty walls. I once bought a used car and realized too late it was flooded only a few weeks earlier. Cost me three grand for repairs. Any advice? Always check behind the panels when buying used, ma'am. I mean regarding our colony. Oh. Well, we can't take the colony to a mechanic, so I suggest we inspect the rest of the structure and seal the weakest spots as best we can. Get another tarp and seal off the lower level. We're out of tarp, ma'am. Andy, you need to print more. I cannot. What little materials I have left for printing are being repurposed with essential vitamins and minerals for your food. You mean we've been eating plastic? Mostly, yes. Ugh! Suck it up, soldier. It's still better than what we had back in the Arctic. Yes, ma'am. Andy, how can we be low on materials already? Commander Orania has synthesized blankets, insulation, and other supplies necessary for her expedition. She can't keep doing this. Where is she? In the monastery. Oh! <laughs> 
Higgins! Pick up your equipment when you're done using it. Just because our barracks is a pigsty doesn't mean any of you will contribute to that. Do I make myself clear? Yes, ma'am! I know the rain hasn't let up, but we've sealed the breaches pretty well. Our colony is in more immediate danger than we thought. (laughs) That's possible. (laughs) Yes, it is. It's flooded many times over, so if we don't find a way to completely seal it off, then we're all going to drown. Flooding? Hmm, so that's why everything creaks so much. Surprisingly not a design feature. Okay. I have a solution we can both be happy with. We get everyone on the bus and head for Olympus Mons. That can't be the best solution. Come on, there's no higher ground in the solar system than Olympus Mons. Have faith, Melissa. The last time somebody told me to have faith, six of my soldiers died. I've looked at our supplies, and as long as everyone's okay eating basic nutrients instead of our gourmet printed food, we can all make it there before the Martian winter ends. Jackie, would you stop and listen to me? What? Give me one good reason why uprooting everyone for a several thousand mile journey is a better idea than trying to fix what we already have. We came here because someone painted a message inside a cave. Aren't you even a little bit curious what's out there? That's why you're here. But the paintings are not our most important concern anymore. You know, I'm not taking kindly to your tone. Nor am I taking kindly to your ideas. I'm in charge, Lieutenant Walker. We are supposed to be in charge together. I I mean, I know that was the original plan, but don't you see how the cave paintings are what matter now? Keeping everyone alive is what matters now. We're repairing the colony, and that's my final order. Your order? You said everyone gets a voice, and we agreed to full transparency. The colony needs to decide on this as a whole. I don't care what they think, Melissa. Hammond put us in charge. Put me in charge. If you have a problem with that, I'm sure I can find someone else to lead our militia. I am in no place to finish this discussion now. Excuse me, Jackie. Gladly. Melissa! Chip, you're back. (laughs) It takes more than a drone strike and an exploding tower to get rid of me. I wanted to... I I mean, I had to come see you and uh, Jackie as soon as I could. How are you? Oh, could be better, could be worse. I I was worried about you, Chip. I'm glad you're okay. You were? Uh, Yes, of course. I'm glad you're alive. You really know what you're doing with the uh, military side of things. Thank you for detonating the charges. You you saved all our lives. (laughs) Happy to help. And you got a cool new cane. I like it. (sighs) Sorry, I didn't mean to say that. It's fine. I just hate feeling restricted. I'm sure you could still bash someone pretty hard with it. You are Lieutenant Walker, after all. Yeah. You you probably need to (laughs) suggest... Sorry, you were asking me something? Oh, just, uh, did you want to get lunch? Uh, um, maybe some mac and cheese? Sorry, Chip. Not right now. <laughs> Luna? Get back here! Is that a dog? <laughs> this is Luna. Hey, hey, <laughs> easy girl. Do you know any Russian? Russian. Luna, Excuse me, sir. And you are? Grigory Kharkov of Krasny Volk. 
You're from Red Wolf. You think you can just stroll on in here and whoa, get to us whoa, from the inside? Whoa, easy, Melissa. It's okay. Stand down, Chip. I will not be spoken to in the same tone you just used with the dog. I know you may have reservations to my presence here, but I promise I was not trying to hurt anyone. Two of my soldiers died defending our colony from your attack. He was trying to protect us, and he saved me and Mateo from... from... uh... From what, exactly? Shadows. Shadows. You're starting to sound like Jackie. Has she seen them also? The ones that come in swarms that darken and kill all they touch? Uh, what? Uh, yes, yeah, so that's not as easily explained, but Grigori's no threat to us. You can trust me. Chip, Mateo, and Grigori, get back into Mad Bay now! Luna, you should Oh, shit. Uh, we gotta go. Kyla's gonna kill us. Hmm, I do believe she's capable of that. Right now. I don't want you infecting everyone with Martian lung again. Again? Kyla found a way to remove the spores. Awesome! So long, Chippox. Chippox? This name, it's garbage. Sorry, pal. I was patient zero. I get to name it. I have been surviving on the surface by eating my holodets long before you landed, so no. I choose name. Grisha's grip, if so. My symptoms did act like influenza, after all. I'm the first one in our colony who breathed in Martian air, and that disease made me feel all sorts of crazy. I thought we'd call it Mateo Madness. That one's not half bad. Excuse me. I'm the only damn doctor on this rock. It's called Martian Lung. I need to oversee this procedure, so please come with me now. Uh, see you later, Melissa. Later, Chip. Melissa, nice to see you. What are you singing? <clears throat> Drinking Gourd. The song's been in my family for a long time. You're drunk. Not yet, but I'm about to change that. Will you join me? No. You sure? Single malt, aged 12 years. Give or take 1,400 more. Come on, you've earned it. Pour me a glass. To our fearless leaders, yourself included. Thank you, Jeff. How have you been holding up? <laughs> I don't know. No one's asked me how I've felt since we left Earth. I'm sorry it's been so tough for you, but at least we're still alive. Unlike everyone we worked for on Earth. Now you and I have to ensure the survival of this entire colony. Along with Jackie. If it weren't for us, Jackie would have run us even further into the ground. I will not discuss the commander while you're in this state of mind. Sure. Sure. That's fine. After all, I'm just a glorified accountant. Don't play the victim with me. You worked for a private prison before you sleezed your way into tech. I had my family to think of. Setting up my deadbeat sister and her children with a spot on the lunar base doesn't come cheap. And for what? Have I heard from them? No. 
Money well spent indeed. <sighs> Money doesn't make every problem go away. Certainly not here. All my life. I've bought myself success. But now, what do I have left? Humanity. Humanity's dipshits. Language. Oh, come off it. We're surrounded by a bunch of low-level morons and sycophants. You disgust me. I don't run from who I am. We have a lot more in common than you realize. Jeff, please. I know what you're doing. <laughs> All I'm saying is, people like us have to stick together. We are not the same. I come from a proud military family, while you come from privilege. So, does Jackie. If you want to spend your final soul serving some painter chasing magic glowing rocks, then by all means, march your soldiers out into the Martian wilderness. I'm sure it'll all work out fine. You should get some rest, sir. If you'd like to speak to me again, do it when you're sober. In the climate-ravaged world of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven. Pura is a geoengineered paradise that protects its fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. In a time when the world outside is unsafe, it's vital for Pura's existence that people rally behind the purpose of the city, and Demetria Lopez, head of the city's public relations, tirelessly promotes its idyllic image. But when she stumbles on a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she's willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Ray Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. What's for breakfast? Thanks. I thought I'd eaten the worst out in the jungle, but Andy took it to a new level with this slop. Is it that bad? Just try not to look at it. I set my food down over there if you want to join me. Sure. Here, let me give you a hand with that. Thanks. What's that on your wrist? Oh, it's all that's left of my old neural suit. It was hell out there and I never want to forget how close I came to dying. I feel like I've been given a second chance. I understand. I'm going to keep my cane and cut out the enhancements that aren't essential for life support. You can quit just like that? Anti-aging stems don't come with any physical withdrawal. I've cheated death three times and I'm proud of it. It's time I show my scars. Three times? Wow. 
Congratulations? Thank you. Chip! Wait! Oh my god, I thought you died! (laughs) (laughs) Alright, alright, you can put me down now. Oh man, you are not going to believe what's happened since you've been gone. Where have you been? You have to tell me everything. Oh jeez, well, it's kind of a long story, but... I was going to uh, tell Melissa here about everything, so... Okay, great. So where are we sitting? Uh, we? It's fine, Chip. You and Wei should catch up. No, I, I'm i sure Wei was just saying hi, so we should, um... <laughs> wow. Someone's got a crush, huh? Oh, what? You... <laughs> no, it's, it's not like that. She's not... We can talk later. I'd actually like a moment to myself before the soul starts. Okay, then. I'll see ya. Bye for now. Heddleston? Han? Ooh. Heddleston and Han. I would watch the shit out of that show. Sounds kind of like one of those mindless buddy cop serials. Yeah, but our cops would be a cat and dog that solve mysteries together in a flying Vuvuzela horn. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Oh, hush. I'd be the cat, obviously, since I'm... Melissa? Hey, Melissa? Oh, uh, good morning. Mind if I join you? That's fine. I know we had some disagreements yesterday, but I feel we're on the verge of discovering something incredible. We're alive on an alien planet. Everything we see is incredible. You didn't see what I saw. I know. You left me here. Thank God I did. Everyone's alive because of you. Thank you. But now that I'm back, protocol says you need to support my decisions. I don't have to support everything you say. Not every decision has to be made solely by you. The colonists need to know what's really happening out there. It's been a torrential downpour for several souls. That's what's really happening out there. I'm not a yes man. If you won't listen to reason, I I don't know what to say. You're not listening to me. Doesn't seem like I have to since you're always taking the initiative. We're going to Olympus Mons. That's in order. No. I thought soldiers always followed orders. I'm done following orders. Hmm. So I see you're going over Jackie's head now. I'm just calling a meeting. She's the commander. And Melissa is the military commander. So you're talking her into mutiny, huh? Don't be so dramatic. We're the last humans on this planet, and probably the last ones in this universe. We can do whatever we damn well please. People are ready to flee this colony. Yeah, and Jackie's one of them. But she has a plan for us. No, she doesn't. Chip, something happened to her. I know something happened to her. Something happened to me, too. She's not well. I can't listen to you say that. But you can listen to some commander prattle on about paintings in caves. Our investors saw the value in making a new home with this colonial expedition. That's not something Jackie wants to do. Overthrowing our commander won't make you a hero. No one is a hero. That's the point. Remember that when we talked to her. I'll see you both inside. What happened to loyalty to your commander? I'm loyal to this colony, not any one person. You sure? The Melissa I know wouldn't act like this. I'm sorry. But if you heard what she was saying to me before, then you'd understand why I have to do this. Please, Chip. I'm asking you to keep an open mind. All right, I will. Thank you. And 
maybe later tonight we could get that mac and cheese if you'd like yeah yeah I think it would be really nice to have dinner with it with you okay but don't blame me if the breadcrumbs taste a bit plasticky that's out of my control <laughs> I'll hope for the best Thank you all for meeting me. This colony has seen multiple floods over several seasons. That's a lot of rust built up. We need to work together over the next few weeks making repairs before we all end up underwater. It's the only way we'll survive. We should listen to someone who survived on the surface for over 50 souls. Grigory Karkov from Red Wolf shared some alarming information with me. The colony that attacked us? You must understand, I was only trying to save you from a much worse fate. You must hold all transmissions outside of this colony, or you will call the Swarm of Darkness. We're not going to stop broadcasting messages. It's for our protection. Protection from darkness? I have a flashlight. This isn't a joke. That swarm attacked us in the caves. You were there. I was in the buggy. I saw how freaked out Jackie was when she got back from the caves. I believe her. What? caves are you talking about? We explored some caves not far from here as part of our colony's primary mission. Your primary mission, Commander. Learning more about what's out there sounds better than sealing ourselves in a flooded colony hoping things will magically get better. I'm not one to talk about magic, Commander. Jackie wouldn't make this up. I felt those creatures in the jungle. I thought a Nihilus never feels anything. Then my feelings must be pretty damn important. There was a power in those caves, Guarded by these monsters. You fell and hurt yourself. Dr. Levy said you took an injection which may have caused you to hallucinate these creatures. They're real. I felt them. And we all ran from them. We ran from them too. Why don't you believe us? All of this is hard for me to understand without seeing it myself. I deal in facts, not fiction. I respect your skepticisms. But the shadows are real. Unless these shadows can repair our colony, I suggest we return to reality and figure out how we're going to survive these storms. But the map in the caves, it points to Olympus Mons. I believe that's the reason we're all here. Not just to survive, but to thrive. If we go there, we can all be part of something truly amazing. We shouldn't be so quick to abandon our home. Our home is Mars. Hammond DeMarc designed and funded this colony. He put me in charge because he knew those paintings were somehow vital to our future here on this planet. He's long dead, Jackie, along with everyone else who had plans for this colony. We're living for ourselves now, not for you or any of your delusions. You don't want to believe it, do you? I'm sorry, but this isn't a debate. I've spoken with most of the colonists and they agree with me. We're staying. You still want to have dinner? I'm actually not that hungry. Oh, is this because of what I said earlier? You mean the part where you didn't believe me or Jackie about those creatures? Yeah. I'm not sure what happened to you and Mateo out there. I've never been one to take stock in what people call the mystical. Neither have I. You can change your mind. That's fine. I <laughs> tend to stick to my guns. Really? What is it? A gun joke? That's all you have to say after you humiliated Jackie in front of everyone? She humiliated herself. 
I guess that means I humiliated myself, too. I didn't mean it like that. Yeah, sure. I thought after what we'd been through, you know, you'd at least listen to me. I'm sorry, Mr. Heddleston, but our colony is flooding, and the more I heard from Jackie, the more I believe she is becoming unhinged. Oh, what the fuck? Language! Ha! That's the other thing! You're so hung up on profanity, but shooting people's fine. They weren't people. Not this time, but I remember you wielding that freaking mini-machine gun with, with joy. That was unnerving. It wasn't joy. You were laughing like a maniac. <laughs> Real funny. You didn't seem to have a problem with my actions when we were on the battlefield. Yeah, because voicing my opinion in the heat of the moment was a viable option. It was your first time. Oh, does it get easier the more you do it? No, it doesn't. You know, the more I talk to you, it's like, the more I see parts of you that scare me. How many battles did it take to make you a natural killer? I did what I had to do to defend our country. You don't know how many people out there want us dead. Wanted us dead. Being stranded out with Grigori gave me plenty of time to think about death. I was sad to think I'd lost you. We're all that's left now, right? And yet, we're still funked. Lang- <coughs> See? <coughs> Didn't even have to say language that time. You're welcome. Don't do that. Do what? Make me laugh. Oh, cause laughing's so bad for you? I'm trying to have a serious discussion. And? Forget it. What? I said forget it. No, what? It's not always about you. I'm loyal to this colony. Not you, not Jackie, not anyone else. Got it? Yeah. You made yourself clear. Melissa Walker, Lieutenant Colonel, Mars Battalion 1, personal log 27-2-1. I've lost so much time. Melissa Walker. Out like the dead on Soul One, then back again, then gone again, then back once more. I barely feel like myself anymore. I haven't felt like myself in decades. <sighs> Few people understand what it takes to survive out here. I love my kids, I love, I loved Jerry, but even they never understood. I tried and I'm trying now, but this is a hard life. People need to accept that. And I earned the rank of Lieutenant Colonel before I left the United States Army. And Colonel Walker never would have stood for this disorder. I can't help these people if leadership fails. I have a chance to do the only real thing I know I can do well. I just forgot how hard it was. And personal luck. Mars Fall is created and produced by Eric Saris, Sam Bose-Miller, Dan Lovely, and Brian Goodhart. This episode featured Abba Woodruff as Melissa Walker, Dan Lovely as Andy, Shannon Lovely as Jackie Orania, Sam Bose-Miller as Chip Heddleston, James Bowie as Jeff Thomason, Marissa Morin as Captain of the Guard, Stephanie Shu as Wei Han, Anya Zeser as Kyla Levy, Aramis Martinez as Mateo Alvarez, Sergei Nagorny as Grigory Karkov, and Cooper as Luna. Written by Dan Lovely and Eric Saris. Directed by Eric Saris. Recording, dialogue, edit, sound design, and final mix by Brian Goodhart and Owen Shearer of Sonic Union. Music composed and assembled by Sam Bose Miller. If you enjoy our show and wish to support our artists, you can do so by following the link in our episode description. Our Patreon will connect you with our Marsfall community where you can access our complete series soundtrack, bonus miniseries, and exclusive gear for both your physical and digital lives. 
And if you're already a supporter of the show, thank you so much as we wouldn't be here without you. Feel free to reach out to us on social media as we love hearing from all of you. And please consider leaving a rating and review so more listeners can find our colonists. Thanks again for listening. We sincerely hope you enjoyed this episode. Artificial narrow intelligence. Philosophic log. Humans have a peculiar and occasionally dangerous obsession with the intangible. They can stare at or listen to something held in captivation for hours. Repeating this action over and over again brings them a strange sense of pleasure, despite the lack of new information. The value of the individual experience is completely determined by feelings held by that individual. For instance, Commander Orania's insistence in following the hypothetically deciphered meaning of the cave paintings. Does she not see that her preferences have damaged her relationships with the other colonists? It remains to be seen how humans can be such good leaders when they are so easily persuaded by their emotions. And Philosophic Log Every five minutes, a transplant candidate dies while waiting for a compatible heart, liver, or kidney. Imagine a technology that could provide those life-saving transplant organs for a high price, and imagine what a company would do to monopolize that technology. On a remote island in Lake Superior, a team of geneticists unlocks this holy grail of medicine by reverse engineering the genomes of all mammals, creating an animal with organs perfectly suitable for human transplantation. They envisioned a docile herd animal, but one team member had another, darker vision. This ancestor is anything but docile. The team's work spawns something big, something evil, something very, very hungry. Ancestor is a complete serialized fiction podcast by number one New York Times bestselling novelist Scott Sigler with all episodes available. Binge the entire story now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.